back at it again. Back at it again. Too cool for school. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you know these glasses bring the party. Yeah, we're having a we're having a wild weekend, a miraculous weekend. A miraculous weekend. Who's that song by? Can't remember. I wish I could tell you, but look up the song Miraculous Weekend. It's really funny. Usually it's something I play on Sunday as we're leaving. But yeah. Sometimes you're in the midst of a miraculous weekend. You're like, let's just call it. <laughs> let's just call it how it is. percent. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I'm glad that you're sporting the disco ball today. Damn, girl. I just found this. You just have, it, like, your whole place is just filled with stuff like this that I'm like, I've never seen you mess with. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you have this? I guess other than for these moments, why do you have little party hats? Like yeah. This? Well, I've realized <laughs> similar to tattoos with the objects that I get in my life. I don't know why I get them when I get them, but mm. the reason becomes very clear later down the line. Oh yeah. Like signs. Like With the signs. glasses of That's, water. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. I love signs. Yeah. I adore it. I think it's so magical. That's why you get a little triggered when I start messing with the disorder here because you think it's like some sort of uh, alien coordination system, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm just a classic chaos magician. It's crazy. You know me. <laughs> it's crazy that we've combined forces because I've never met a chaos mu magician or musician like you. And I don't think you've ever... Have you ever had more fun? No, of course. I'm having the time of my life. That, so. And so are you, even though I tidy up. <laughs> it's true. You know? It's true. You needed more Neptune. I needed more Saturn. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to just help the music flow. We, like, yeah. Cass and I always say it. We feel like you're trainers and we're in your corner <laughs> and we keep like pushing you out there to like do tattoos and make music. And like you come back and we're like, you got this. You fucking got it. <laughs> Massaging you that's and hilarious. splashing with water and like putting Vaseline all over your face so you could absorb punches. Yeah, that's very, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. I mostly think that I feel like I'm trying to hold it down for you. And you definitely Cass do. Cass is holding it down. You definitely do. Well, Cass, Cass holds it down in so many like earth realm stuff, things, but like where you really help my life is like having like a peer to talk to, like somebody who's in the thick of trying to do their art and just yeah. knowing what the frustrations of it are and. Yeah, it really helps me. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have. You need consciousnesses that challenge you. Yeah, you uh, challenged me last night. Did I? A little bit. No we, way. We well, no. I mean, uh, we got like a last minute invite to like a a kinky. Um, what would you call that? Like a kinky dance party. <laughs> yeah, we went to House of Yes, or I guess House of Love. House She'll of make it love, more clear. baby. Um, that was a very New York Friday scene. Yeah, yeah. It truly was. Um, yeah, we got to see our friend perform. It was awesome. Shout out to Alexa. She was incredible. Yeah, yeah. truly. I really didn't even know what we were in for. And yeah, it, it really, it blew my mind. That was awesome. Yeah, she performed with Acid Eastern. Acid Eastern. And I can't remember the DJs because I never saw their names, but that was really fun too. We were in the house room for a second and I made you. Well, it was one of these situations where it's like a, it's like a fucking cold, rainy night in yeah. New York. It's a classic April night. Yeah, April classic showers. Classic April night. Mm -hmm. And uh, April showers and like we're, we're down here partying all day and like it's not even time to go to this thing till 1030. And then I feel like at the last second it's like, hey, by the way, Sean, this is like a kink party. 
I'm like, how the hell am I going to go in there? Like if I had told him a week ago he had had no, it been able to prepare in any way. It would have stressed me out so much if you would have told me. Yeah, so like signs. I had no idea why I had certain objects in my household <laughs> that I had that we used last night. Like masks. Yeah, we use these masks. If you're watching on YouTube, this is what Mara wore. Like this cool little bunny mask. And I wore this. And uh, I wore it the whole night. I, st- I stuck with it the whole night. Yeah. But, like, we, we get there, and it's, like, you know, we're in jackets and shit, and, like, everybody's in kinked out, like, next to nothing. So, right away, I'm, like, I got to do something. So, I rip off my shirt. Right. That, that helped. You ripped off your shirt, which helped everyone. Yeah. And then it got crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, first of all, I'm going around wearing this mask, which I don't know about the kink scene. I was like, does this make me look like a little dog boy or like somebody's, you know, someone's little animal? No, it's a dog mask. I did you right. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize. And so I was wearing this and I'm like, I could tell people are looking at me, but I'm with the hottest chick in here. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. (laughs) And here's a little song about it. Um, it, yeah, you got, you got me to take my pants off, so. <laughs> Mare. <laughs> God. We laughed about this so much last night, I could barely sleep. So, my inner stripper hoe came out, and it's honestly, like, I feel like myself again. Like, it's been so long since I've been around people, and, yeah, like, yeah. dancing is so freeing, especially dancing with not that many clothes on, so not that many clothes. On. <laughs> like we went into this place, and I it was, was like, the only right. way that I could be in the place. Everybody was in harnesses and strapped up. Like, yeah, the ho- it was like it's a kink party, and yeah. we had nothing. So yeah, I'm just in like I had a mask and and no shirt, and I, like I fit in. If like I kind of fit in there. Yeah, and um, we were the first to tear up the dance floor. We, we started the, the dance scene. party. Everybody was like, "This place is cool" because they they were like peek their head in the room and they see Mare in like full lingerie, see through like like I was saying, you premiered that look for me and Cass in your apartment, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, hold on, <laughs> lower the blinds. This is inappropriate. This is insane." <laughs> Cut to a week later, like I thought it was insane. I thought that outfit. I was like, "Wow." You've really done it. I hate that it. you're saying this to me. No, now. this is hilarious. This is, man, this is the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> Cut to a week later and like, you know, the shirt's one thing. You're like, you're getting away with it. But like once those pants come off, I'm like, I was like, all right, He's I'm on. You can't seem like I'm the only person in there in underwear. No. Everybody is No, everyone. But no one is as hot as you. And like I'm on psychic <laughs> security because people are, are sizing me up like, are you with her? Is there any way? There's no way. Sean had to bust a move like he's never busted. I had before. to dance like no one was watching. I really did. I had or to get like everyone else. Well, I did because I felt it. I was like, look, all these guys are sizing me up because they they're like they either think I'm gay or like <laughs> like there's no way you know this this adds up with the way you move. Damn, oh my gosh. girl. <laughs> Damn. I had a lot of fun. I had I tried to bring some fun grooves. Um, we definitely brought a part. Yeah, Alexa was so great. Everybody was so great. I love House of Yes. Thank the goddesses for them. You finally got me out there after three years. You've been yeah. talking about this place. And not only that, you picked the torch up from other people telling me I needed to go there. Yeah, they've done me right. I've had a lot of fun times yeah. there. Hopefully we'll make it out tonight. I am yeah. the fashionista in me, which I'm so embarrassed is even a part of my personality, but I love it so much. 
I just love a look and like we're going ancient aliens is the theme tonight and like oh if you'd give me a couple weeks <sighs> the alien superstar Bjork <sighs> like face vaginas like I would have been fucking prosthetics <laughs> you know that's like, an episode name <laughs> like insane <laughs> <laughs> but but we have to scramble again I if know. we if we go yeah which we... is it, this is just not the scene to do that and like this is you gotta you gotta serve. Oh, this isn't you like bring just it. show up half-assed to this. Passive, yes. I, I can't just take off my shirt and call it a day <laughs> at, at this one tonight. I feel like this is going to require more. You may have to, you know, buddy up with glitter. Yeah. As dark and dirty as that sounds to you. <sighs> my OCD man. <laughs> glitter. Last night when I insinuated that he should wear glitter, it was like... I was like, enough is enough. I heard his kid, his unborn child. I was like, no more. <laughs> he literally <laughs> was like, the fun has gotten out of control. I was like, this is really cool. I have two beautiful women changing into little outfits and trying to do, you know, little nice things to make themselves look great. And then they're like, we got to put glitter on your nipples, you son of a bitch. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm, I barely want to wear this little dog boy mask. But Do you want to come but straight, no. man? <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm glad I, I look gay. I'm glad. With this little mask on and my beautiful body. <laughs> like, Everybody probably thought it was part of the community. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You earned it with your boogies. Yeah. With your girls. Oh, yeah. The community embraced me moves. by the end of the night. <laughs> the people that didn't embrace me were my people, the straight men. <laughs> They're like, what could possibly going be going on here, mate? said, you have no idea. <laughs> this ain't even the tip of the iceberg. I, I, it was so fun to go out, wasn't it? Yeah, Do yeah. Do a little public jaunt. Yeah, yeah. Cass is um, with the sisterhood of the traveling <laughs> mushrooms right now. Whatever. She really is, yeah. Um, She's doing her thing. That's that's going to be a fun is, um, update oh, man. when we get the update for what's going on with Cass She right should now. do that without you. She yeah. should do a girl update with some with Laura, Maybe get her and, and, Laura Liz yeah. Laura and Liz or Laura and whoever else. Do a little girls club. Know. I've never met the secret to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a secret society that Cass has been part of. <laughs> yeah, since ninth her whole grade, life, basically. Yeah, like eight they've, strong women came together in ninth grade and have stuck together. Yeah, they've never fought supposedly, so it makes yeah. me feel like sacrifices have been made. I know because. The ages that they were friends. It's really hard for girls, especially, yeah, we like to that. keep girlfriends from high school. To get through high school with the same girlfriends is really tough. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's there's you know there's not it, it's, it's a lot of competition. It's a lot of hormones. It's a lot of who likes who. And when your <laughs> friend group's eight people, I just can't imagine that it wasn't like constant controversy. But it wasn't. They all like did their thing and respected each other yeah so we're doing our thing respecting each other <laughs> out here Cass wanted Cass us to have that. a great time like she was just like you should fucking scratch that compulsive itch that you get from time to time you know what I mean she was like really challenging us last weekend like have a good time like I'm gonna go have a good time with my girls like you guys should really have a good mm -hmm. time and uh holy shit challenge accepted Challenge accepted. You know I love a challenge. Clearly almost ar already even met on just one night. <laughs> we can't even get into all the stories. That's how crazy of a night it was. Um, yeah. It's wild kitty business. <laughs> <laughs> trash panda party. That's a trash panda party. 
just fucking scraping around like um, fucking rabbit But yeah, animals. basically the sacred movement of objects through my life. Thank you, Etsy, for allowing the straight men in my life to come to these queer parties. Yeah. <laughs> because of impulsive late night decisions I make. Yeah. That I need a mask with metal on it. Yeah. For what? I don't answer these questions anymore. The angels say go. I say how high. How yeah. many masks? That's what I'm playing with how now, too. How many vlogs? Yeah. How many whips? Yeah, what everything. You, you have all kinds of weird stuff around here like this. I do. And don't you trust it more now? I do. <laughs> I'm starting to realize everything has its purpose. And not to go in here just throwing shit away left and right. <laughs> getting all OCD <laughs> but now I'm like you gave away a bunch of stuff I'm like that could have been useful now that we're in the kink scene we're part of the community I sell more stuff I gotta I, just get more stuff I think being as straight as I am is as queer as you could be these days I think that's about as far out and as queer as it gets yeah 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 I mean I love that paddle that we have we can get more stuff though if you want more stuff I don't know anything about this world. Like, if you told me that paddle was 500 bucks, I would believe you, and I'd be like, okay, I respect But there probably is stuff like that, right? Well, especially the people that are really, this is fake, this is a vegan one. Oh. But there's, <laughs> but there's like, real, people are really into leather. That's, like, a whole scene in, yeah, in Kinky yeah. Known. Some people are really into latex. Or I'm a leather there's, daddy. There's a big leather scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of expensive. Mm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I did think I was going to see like some of creepy haws work well, out there last night and some crazier stuff, but well, like, so we, we get there and like, black. first of all, it's New York like, loves black. yeah, everybody's like dressed in black. Everybody like it was raining. It was a cold night, but like you get in there and the only thing, and I, I just might sound lame for this, my only reference, but it felt like kind of like Moulin Rouge to me. Like when yeah. we went in the, the main place, I was like, <clears throat> Oh my God, this is kind of always how I felt like I stepped inside of a speaker. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, I want to hear, there's say. so many songs I would want to hear on this system. It's not this, but okay. And then we went into this other room. Like we, we couldn't find our friend Alexa who was performing there. So we're like snaking around on LSD, fucking Friday night trouble bound. You know how we get. Yeah. And, uh, Mare finds this little place and we go to enter cause we think Alexa's in there and like someone stops us. Yeah. Full titties out. <clears throat> just like, hey, with <clears throat> peace and love. Yeah, perfect boobs. She's like, she's like looking us in the eye. She's like, make sure. She's like, look at me in the eyes. We're like, okay. I'm like, your titties are, they're perfect. <laughs> yeah, and she's, no, it was, it was great. She talked about consent and. What she said I us up I wasn't for, sure if we were walking into like hardcore porn or like what, what we. I was but like, then damn, she's, we're going to turn the corner to somebody getting dicked down. She like, said impact play. And Sean and I are such fucking. I didn't hear that. We had no idea. I was like, what well, is that? I heard it, and I was like, I don't so know what kind of impact she's talking about. It's <laughs> literally, that's what I thought. I was like, this is going to impact oh, me. Oh, cool. This is going to be impactful. We're going to leave here with a new fetish. <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to turn the corner and see. Oh, my fucking God. Um, we no, turn the corner, my... and there's no one in there. It's like our we friends setting up. We started yeah. the party. We're yeah. like, the music was going, but there was no one in there yet. So we're like, all right, let's get naked and start but dancing. But you notice, there are people like spanking each other at that like, little metal... Yeah, yeah. There was people trying to get some shit going, but like, you know, we probably took off way before it gets completely debaucherous. And yeah. Yeah. I tried to follow you into the bathroom. I tried to, I'm trying to make dreams come true out there. I was like, let's get fucking crazy right now. I love their disco um, bathroom ballrooms. We, we were going up to the bathroom and you're like, whoa, I'm surprised there's no one here. And I'm like, this is a calling. Like... I was like, this is the angel setting us up for like to slip into the bathroom together. 
And there was 19 people in there. So yes, there were. I fell back. Didn't pee the whole time and just sweat. <laughs> Literally. I'm not even kidding you. I didn't even think about that till just now. I never peed. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went. I could have gone another time. We're in, we're in the nitty gritty details now. Oh, Sorry, yeah. y'all. Yeah, no, it was just a Sorry, a, a very freaky, funny night, um, and we woke up and just took acid and started recording ourselves. So. Yeah. 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 Um, and I got a hair stuck in my eyelash. My eyelash stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> You've twisted bunny. <laughs> An asymmetrical bunny face. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I did think there were going to be more masks. Yeah, by the end of the night, I was the only one rocking one. So I guess I am a dom daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this really is my true calling. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. I, I mean, implanted that into your mouth. I, I, you you did, because huh? I, you know, <laughs> I was a little nervous, but it's kind of one of, it's like when push comes to shove, it's like, do I want to have memories of being a scared little boy in here? Or do I want to fucking take this scene by storm? Show them what partying's all about. Dance moves they couldn't fathom. <laughs> Definitely dance moves they couldn't fathom. Like leprechaun dancing. Yeah, it's the OG church. Mm. Don't underestimate dancing with people to loud music. Yeah, definitely. You were inspiring a lot of people. I think I so. I can tell you that much. I think so. Yeah. yeah. You were a sight to behold, and everybody was loving it. Just, you know, a permission slip of freedom. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's cool to get down. Hmm? It's fun to get down. It's cool to get down. It's fun to get down. Yeah. And you should I, get down. I can't remember. It's recommended. I can't remember the last time I did something like that. It's been way too long. Like, we do it privately. But it definitely makes a difference between, like, the dance parties that, like, we're always having and doing the same thing but around a bunch of people. It's so much. Yeah. I mean, it's different. Because um, you're locked into the same like uh, like field of vibration with everybody. Like this, there's a person making that music, and mm-hmm. everybody's like in that same vibration together. The, like the whole place is breathing and has a pulse. Yeah, I described it to Cass. Like it feels very Pisces to me. It feels very like my. It feels like your ego dissolves into this like f- bigger rhythm when you're in a crowd of people dancing. It's easier <laughs> to get into a little flow. Oh, and you can siphon people's energy and the musicianship inspires you. But yeah, other people's energy, I think, too. That's what started to inspire me because at first we were canaries in the coal mine. Yeah. We started this party and I was like, it was, I was like, good, this is good. This is like exercise. And you could, they literally had a, temp, a digital temperature gauge on the wall. And we went in there, it was 85 degrees and when we were leaving, it was 100. Yeah. So we fucking raised the temperature in that place. Yeah. We started it. Literally lit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, once everyone got going, that kept me going. I probably had like another more hour of energy because the place filled in a little bit. And I could literally see women like come in and be a little like shell shocked and then like see how free you were being and be like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's awesome. Totally. Yeah. And it was a really diverse crowd. I was happy, like diverse in every way. You're right. I think towards the end, maybe it did get a little bit straighter. Um, but. I think yeah. generally it was very diverse. I think it's the type of thing, and uh, like I've always wished this weren't the case because I love, like you know, a party, 
But like, if if you're at a party or if you're somewhere and you want it to feel different, like it's really un- incumbent on nobody else other than you to do that thing. Yeah. So like, we kind of had to get a party started last night because we wanted to see that thing, and people were being a little shy. Partly maybe because people thought they were turning a corner into a room where there was gonna be some hardcore sex going on, and it was just kind of a wholesome, you know, dance adult dance party. Totally. <clears throat> there was some private things happening in private rooms. Just be the vibe you want to see in the world. Like we, we saw the Raji yes. once and he said, don't go to the party. You arrive as the party. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. like a little hack. I don't know who, who, who first said that in my brain that I am the party, but I've held that my whole life that I don't yeah. go to parties. I am the party. Yeah. yeah. As, as far as we know, that thing didn't even keep going when we left. <laughs> Yeah. We got in the Uber and they're like, all right, they're gone. Shut it <laughs> <laughs> It's a Truman show. <laughs> oh my gosh. There are a couple of good looks I remember. There was like a tool red tutu thing that was really serving. Yeah. Really What's adorable to me is like, I mean, the reason you and I ended up naked and half naked is because it was so hot in there. To see people try so to hold hot. on to the dream Holy of shit, the outfit that they went out I in can handle is a lot of heat. so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a natural volcano and you embrace it like you are a sauna. But it, it was getting really, really hot in there. And I'm like seeing dudes. It was at the Nelly song girl. in the 90s. Like you could not keep your pants on. Try and keep your pants Sweat on. Sweat dripped down my balls. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. That's Little that John. <laughs> no, but that's what it was for me. Not as classy as Nelly, but. No. You were having a Nelly kind of night. I was having a little John kind of night. And you know that. And, and, and if there would have been like a GoPro observing our whole experience, I think anyone would know that. And anyone could pinpoint that. That's fucking hilarious. I was like, from the window <laughs> to the wall. You know it too. I had black dudes watching me saying, man, I need to get into leprechaun dancing. <laughs> I had soulful brothers looking at me being like, I need to adjust my whole approach. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So I hope we make it out again tonight. Yeah, no, we'll keep the dream alive. <laughs> For some ancient aliens. I mean, you are already an ancient alien. I won't have to do much. You may have to unglaze the dark art of glitter. There are ancestors of the ancient future. Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy for me to tap into an alien vibe that when you start talking about it as like a costumey thing, I'm like, oh, okay, we're taking it more into theater kid realm. <laughs> yeah, the way I'm thinking about this is way different. I'm like, I'm going to be dosing well, up all day till well, I have go, alien eyes. You go, <laughs> you go in hopes they're watching. You honor them. Yeah. I'm just trying to get them to like me, man. Oh, they love you. They love they you in the way that we love, uh, like, we go to a zoo and we watch a little, <laughs> like, our ancient ancestors. <laughs> We're like, damn, they're so cute. Oh, they helped us get here. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, maybe we're, like, the... Maybe we're living like the aliens version of the stoned ape theory right now. You know, they see us dosing up on acid and molly and all this stuff. And they're like, oh, yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. The way that, like, if we were looking back at, uh, you know, when we were apes, when they started eating those mushrooms, expanding consciousness and growing their brain piece for once in their goddamn life. Definitely. Learning how to make a love. Definitely. To a fellow ape. Yeah. Not 
killing each other and raping each other. Just take some mushrooms and learn how to make love. Yeah. Yeah. The aliens of the future are looking back at us like that. Yeah. Like, look at these beautiful humanoids. They're doing all the right thing yeah. to get to alienhood. It might not always look great, but it's perfection unfolding because <laughs> it's what got us here <laughs> to the place where we can observe them. Yeah. 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 And they're with us right now. Yeah. That's for sure. I imagine them in here sometimes. So. Yeah. Acid is ancient uh, alien technology because, like, you just if you it, uh, anyone that knows the story of like how this came to be it's it's insane like this guy was working on um trying to figure out a cure for like uh lung ailments how to like expand your breath and like people that struggle with that kind of stuff he was yeah. also messing around with trying to make things easier for women to have uh to give birth and he had synthesized all these chemicals years earlier and one day he just got a hunch to do to try it yeah and he tried <clears throat> 25 micrograms. And he was like, there might be something to this. And then two days later, he tried 250 micrograms. What are the chances he would even pick that dose? Because his peers didn't believe him uh, that any a dose of anything could do any... A, do, a dose that small of anything could do anything to you. But he said that he got a hunch and he heard the spirit of the molecule speaking to him. And that's just like such an important drug that came to him and spoke to him right when we were like, and everyone knows this classic stoner folklore, but it came to us right when um, we were using nuclear bombs for the first time. All of a sudden acid presented itself. All of a sudden that's when you start hearing the first uh, reports of like what we think of as modern aliens, Mm -hmm. like those gray things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of theories about what that is, you know. Some people think it's like a it's like a hallucination based on like an inverted fucked up image of like a Somalian child because we got bombarded with all that on images like on TV when we were a kid. Like I've heard people go deep into theories about like what it is we're projecting when we see those like when we all collectively see those like typical gray aliens. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're they're real. Yeah. Gray aliens. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, like I don't think if you're imagining it it's cuz it exists and I think we get a little confused especially after we were like, "Oh, this is fiction and this is non-fiction." Yeah, Our whole yeah. brown ba- brain just like broke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt like the possibility that it's all just a projection seems very... Yeah. It we're definitely in some sort of a simulation they created. Who are we talking about? It, it, those kind of theories come from, like, uh, so much of this information getting out there that, like, the rationalists finally have to be like, fine, I'll fucking look at it. Yeah, the and, most, you know, like, And then they're like, I'll come up with an explanation that yeah. will make other people that, that are like me and in a constricted consciousness about this feel better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, there's, like... Um, praying mantis aliens <sighs> and all different kinds of aliens. Um, and I think they contact people psychically. I think the terrestrial thing is questionable because of how powerful trips are. And if you can take over someone's psyche, especially, and I know this just because of acid, 
it can seem like you are somewhere else or you are brought somewhere else. Yeah. People have those experiences. And, and so that's where I'm like, I don't know where the reality split is there. Are they just like interdimensional? Are they even coming as interdimensional holograms? Are they ever embodying as flesh? Is it always just like a, a psychological experience? But that's real to me. Obviously, yeah, to me too. Because I, you know, I, I smoke DMT and it feels like I crash landed in their realm. Uh, and it's and it's much more holographic. Oh man! So I had and, a, and they're like, what? It, it would be like if a if a another consciousness just landed in here right now. They would be confused, and we would be a little like, what the fuck? And that's how they kind of are to everyone. They're a little wow, at first yeah. like, what's the deal here? It, what are you trying to do? Um, the <laughs> first person that I knew that was really into DMT, like did it all of the time, was um, this guy that sold me acid here called Alex, and. Um, Shout he, out. Shout out to Alex for real. He was my first acid dealer. He would say that exactly. He would go heavy all the time, all day on DMT and be like, yo, they don't even like it when I'm there most of the time. They're like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here all the time. Yeah. It's like most of the message that he got from yeah. the entities in the other realm. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating. It, it really is. It, well, it's it's like we stumbled on a very crude piece of technology in order to arrive there. So it's not like a smooth thing for them or for us totally. when we we just kind of like crash land totally. into their realm. Totally. But it is fun. And I do think they get a kick out of it. And we do because sometimes they'll be encouraging that. You know what they're encouraging is like they're saying, look, you're going to be here for like five fucking seconds. Can you appreciate where you came from? Like, it's a very special thing to have a body and to be able to do things. So it's a very, like, I don't know if that's just me skewing it, but that's, like, these are very visceral things because it takes me this long. I haven't smoked DMT in two years to, like, intellectualize some of this stuff. But yeah. it seems to be what they're all about. Yeah. Like, go back and appreciate it. I Don't worry about over here. Yeah. This is where you, you've been here before, been here forever. Like, that's very special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see how the acid feels tonight with like a bigger group of people because I don't know how much of that you've really done. And because you said you, we were on acid last night because that's how it felt. We didn't take acid yesterday. No, I know. That's just who we are. I know. Um, this is how we roll. Yeah, so it'll be fun to see how the ancient alien technology, because um, t- I've had some wild experiences on acid. Well, I d- the only other time I did acid, like a, I did a proper dose at Desert Days. And that was it. That uh, whole that whole festival is an alien invocation. Yeah, the whole thing yeah, is yeah. like designed to please the aliens, yeah. and they love it. Yeah. They love it. And I, I it's took like acid that. and around ten thousand people, and you know you have many moments of like I don't know why I did this. This is insane. But then once you're smoothed out, whoa, whew, yeah. it's hard for me to imagine doing that again. Taking the acid while you're already around, all the, like literally, like okay, cool. Parquet Quartz is playing. Let's pop this fucking acid. And then Devo, Ween, Candy Flip. Like, the time of my goddamn life. But it was too much. I had to remove... But, like, once once the music... Like, once Ween stopped playing, uh, Flying Lotus was going to come out. And we were looking forward to that. Couldn't do it. Too wide open. Too, too many... To be around that many people for that long. I had already withstood, like, four and a half hours of it. And I was like, it's too much energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've brought people to House of Yes that said that and we had to leave. <laughs> They're like, I cannot do this candy flipping. Are you insane, man? I was like, I truly am, and I'm sorry. And then <laughs> what do you guys do? Do you leave too? <clears throat> yeah, we left and we Just went. Go um, have a good, more chill time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's the thing with a candy flip. Like, they're they're sacred. You know? Like, how many candy flips are you going to do in any given year? 
two or three. Yeah. So if if it's like, if you can't get over that hump, if you get to a place and you can't get over that little hump of like, I don't like this, you should get the fuck out of there. But if you can get over that hump, I'm telling but, you as yeah, an example my, of an, ang- I'm an anxious person sometimes when it comes to this shit. It's, it's worth it. It's fucking awesome. I, I used to be more of like a once a year before I met you guys. And because it was so sacred, I felt like I had to be out at, the, at like a huge light show, bass bumping, like go dancing, like felt like I wasn't taking advantage of candy flipping unless I was really like dancing with a group of people. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like Molly is obviously most special just intimately with like close relationships and stuff. But I love a candy flip and a boogie night and a boogie I night, baby. Love it. I live for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of boogie night we needed. Yeah. I'll probably get some lasers tonight. Lasers. Laser beam show. What's that mean? Pew, pew, pew. You know, like light lasers that make you feel like you're in the matrix. You have some of those? No, like oh. the house of yes. Oh. Damn. You're you're introducing me to a whole new world. <laughs> Laser beam world. It's good. It's good. It keeps me young. Yeah. Yeah, having a young babe down here in the Lower East Side. It's tapped into all the cool shit that's going on in the city. Has little props for me, so I could go pretend I'm part of the community. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. I do my charity work right <laughs> Deeds. <laughs> yeah. God, now that I'm doing dabs, I'm like, whatever. With this? Yeah. You want to hit a dab? Do you want to bring the dab rig over here? Is that too crazy? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I don't know. We are setting new standards of wild. Yeah, we're just having a, a good old groovy old time. Yeah. That's all this is. We're chilling with the people. Yeah. For the people. By the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this podcast is all about. It's for the people and it's by the people. So you can't really blame us if you're if you're not enjoying yourself. <laughs> you know, like like Laraji says, if don't don't fucking show up expecting a podcast, show up as the podcast. Even if you're listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fill in the blanks with uh, <sighs> some cool stuff. <laughs> This is season I mean, three of Very Ape. We're in it. This is three hundred one. Three hundred two. Three hundred two. Yeah, we're deep in we're deep in season three territory. <laughs> double dose. Yeah, yeah, double triple dose time. Third's a charm. Mm-hmm. Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant by that. <laughs> um. Are you gonna permit? Did you wear your mask yet? You don't want to wear it on top of your glasses. It's yeah, it's hard. it's hard, and I I have this hat on, so it's a lot of things to be around my my face. But I did, I wore this the whole time, and uh, it it um it got, was a little like sweaty, but at the same time I was like I could do this. Maybe I'll do it again. Have you been to a fashion show before? Um, no, no, I'm glad I haven't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like my kind of scene. I just have nothing to wear there. I don't like you have to look good when you show up there. I told you like if if I open up my closet there's it doesn't feel like any two things belong together. It's just a random assortment of stuff that I've been given and collected. Mm. Yeah. It's more about just owning it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not pro fashion show or anything. Have you ever done a fashion show where you walked down, shake your little booty? 
Yeah. You have? Yes. What did they dress you up in? Um, I've done a couple different things. I did a, a couple swimsuit ones. <laughs> inappropriate. It's not inappropriate. <laughs> it's just true. It's just true. <laughs> <laughs> and then this other one, like I did one f- for Rhea in high school for like this charity event. And that's where that guy was rapping who asked me to prom that I never, that I ditched at prom that I was telling you about earlier today. He's like, yeah, girl, you want to come to prom with me? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, what up? <laughs> Yo, what up, Mayor Bear? <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you have to reject him to his face? No, like he, no. Oh, that's perfect. No, like I said I would go and oh. I just didn't show up. Oh, Mayor. You're you didn't get you didn't get how bad this story was. No, I've brushed this off before. Sorry. You're killing me. You're killing this guy. He's he's sitting there all dressed up. He's probably listening right now. <laughs> he's got that fucking thing for your you know. I'm sorry. I'm a little corsage for you. He's got everything ready, and you're and like he's just standing there like a jabroni. We're making it seem like I'm a bad person. No, it was a complicated I, situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, you weren't ready to go to prom. But that was really fun. Rhea was like really into designing clothes. Mm-hmm. And if she wasn't completely subsumed into pleasing her parents, that's what she would be doing. She had these mannequins all the time growing up. And that's the main thing. Like when we were toddlers that I remember about her was her in wild tutus and crazy colors and that being a huge part of her personality. And very much the only part that seemed to like rebel against her mother when her mother wanted to be more in line. Rhea wanted to be more loud and wild um, with fashion. So anyways, she was designing all these clothes at the time. They were like dresses and I can't even remember all kinds of sets. That was fun. Mm. That was fun. Good time. So it was when I was professional. It was when I was like dancing. It was when I was doing aerial. So I was like really strong. Like the photos of me at that fashion show. I was like jacked. ripped. I was ripped. Shit. <laughs> Damn. You're way hotter now though. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah, somehow. The dream body of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's loco. It's too infuente. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The Lower East Side, Dull's Corner. Mm-hmm. Really earning its name. Yeah. Every week on this podcast, when I come down here. Yeah. And just start taking all the things with you. Yeah. Um, maybe next weekend we will do a candy flip. Yeah, we should. Oh, man. We might have an opportunity to do that. That might be a good idea. We'll see if Cass uh, blew her molly cherry with the girls. Oh, that's right. We'll see. But, yeah, it would probably be a good thing to do um, before we hit the road this summer trying to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, call in in the magic, the type of magic. Cass showed me this really cool... um, uh, like video of a scientific experiment about the way things resonate and um, so he, this guy has like a, a tuning fork that's set to like 440 and he just has a ping pong ball like hanging on a string leaning against this tuning fork and then he just starts ringing other tuning forks around it and n- nothing like makes the ping pong ball move except if you hit it with another 440 you you could just hit another 440 tone around it and the ping pong ball starts like going like this and it just says like uh, it's just about the like the 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 frequencies that you magnetize yeah and if you're dwelling in a certain frequency that's the only thing that's going to set off those things in you and that you know that's what you're going to see in the world yeah 
and it can be really easily demonstrated with sound frequencies, which is probably all everything is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I wanted to send it to you, but I forgot. But it was a good one. I mean, it's very, it's very simple example, but it's like it's a powerful one. I love that shit. Yeah. I saw a video of a frog croaking the other day in a puddle that was making this beautiful patter. Oh, really? Because the sound vibrations. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And the other one I saw was a guy. I don't know quite how they set it up, but they set up this tube with a bunch of flames. So they had lit a bunch of, I guess. I like, saw that. Right. And how they're were playing they different tones, that? and it and it made the flames like go in different, different wavelengths. Yeah. That was really cool. Very very cool. What about I, the one where the I guys... Follow, that's like mostly what I follow is geeky science stuff like this. Oh, yeah. And like there's this one person that I follow that just does like drops these like hot RCV balls onto stuff like ice. What's or an RCV you ball? Watch, you watch it melt. It's like a type of metal. Really? And like you just weird shit like they're tying, pouring hot metal into other metals. I love all that stuff, of course. But uh, you saw the one where like this guy puts like sand all over like a flat piece oh, and he, and God, he takes like so a... Crazy. He takes like a violin bow. Yeah. And depending on like how he, he hits it, it just, it like makes the most beautiful patterns you've ever seen. Yeah. So that must be happening um, in our body, like the way that the the frog croaks in the water and it sends that, like we're so, so much of us is water. Yeah. Those, those patterns are on microscopic levels going through us. Absolutely. So that's why I always say like, you gotta, you kind of got to be like uh, very picky about like what you're exposing yourself to in terms of that stuff. Yeah. I think so. You're, I mean, you're casting a spell on your life and I think it's happening in a physical way. Yeah, truly. You are really always attuning. Yeah. And I told Joe when we, when, when I first met Joey, I was like, you gotta stop listening to rap, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not against rap or anything, but just for who he was and everything, I was just like, there's a, there's a hardened shell around you. Like, it's not like you, you can't always have rap in your life, but, like, that being, like, the only thing you listen to and, the, like, the, the primary go-to and where, where your music knowledge lies, it's just, like, expand it, expand it. And, uh, you know, that it, his growth was going to happen regardless, but I was like, you're casting that. And he says to me now, he, he'll be like, that's it's probably a good call. And I've heard other people talk about that. Yeah, the more the music you love, the more expansive you'll be as a person and personality, too. It's definitely the journey with music. The journey with music is not to become more, like, discerning. It's really, weirdly enough, like, trying to hear more of the multiverse and hear more of what people are trying to say. Even if you don't always want to attune to it or listen to it all the time. Um, But, yeah, it's such, like, a non-statement to say we listen to what we want to attune ourselves to. Um, but I think rap is really helpful for people sometimes that like need to embody that harder spirit spirit when it feels like life is really harsh and whatever. But yeah, I think having a diverse portfolio of what you're tuning yourself to is important, but I'm also such a nerd that I am a proponent of like, that's why you should listen to Bach and you should listen to people that were like really smart because it it does something to help you organize. Oh yeah. Like, you know how like you like, yeah. What? (laughs) You like to keep the place clean and it makes you feel more clean or whatever. Like if you listen to more like, like. It cleans up the mess upstairs. It's crazy. It really does. It cleans out the cobwebs. It does. Up in the attic. Yeah. And yeah, I think that there's something about, like, in particular, these are the, probably the most prime examples I can think of, especially for young men, uh, like rap and punk music. Like, uh, yeah, punk is, yeah. Like, it's the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's trying to just, like, keep you, like, it, when you listen to that, like, it only wants you to listen to that. And you start to form a personality around that. And I can't speak for rap, but certainly in punk music, like, if you listen to anything else, like, you're lame. 
your poser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the Grateful Dead was so made fun of that I thought I would never listen to it in my life. And then, of course, like they've become my favorite band, like the thing I rejected the most when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I still love punk music. I'll always love it the rest of my life. It's so it's so sacred to me. It's like. Yeah, we listen to punk music all the time. Yeah, it's 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 like a sacred language of resistance. But there comes a time in your life where you don't need to, you know, just have the music of resistance blasting in your ears all the time. The the music of expansiveness has really helped me <laughs> more than anything. Yeah, but that helped me seriously. get through a very particular part of my life. Yeah. Yeah, and we were we were it was really interesting yesterday. We were talking about just our age difference, like that. You came up in a time where like everyone liked everything, and like I came up in a time where it's like, at a certain point, like are are you a rocker? Are you a goth? Are yeah. you are you a punk? Yeah. You know, are you a rap person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't get through middle school without punk or emo or yeah. hardcore or metal or you yeah. know, there's that's like puberty music standard. Puberty music. You know, Mitski's. Uh, title of her album Puberty 2 or whatever is really great because yeah, yeah. It's, it's natural and you go through those moments in adulthood when you need to move through that energy just like you said too it's not like for just that phase specifically but God help the boys trying to get through testosterone and be days without punk music, you know, or yeah. rap or whatever. Yeah, it is. exactly. Well, yeah. that was what triggered my puberty too was acid and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 like oh, okay, I'm growing up, yeah, I like this now. <laughs> totally in fact this is all i want to hear and it just opened my ears to uh jazz and improvisational everything that has helped my films and probably helped this podcast or heard it tremendously i don't know yeah 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 and we were watching david johansson yes documentary personality crisis personality crisis by martin scorsese have you talked about that on here yet uh, we already no, doted on that? i don't know well you hadn't seen it so we didn't really probably talk about it. I didn't know if you talked with Cass about it. I don't think so. Um, amazing, incredible, must Highly watch, recommend. Must see. Yeah, yeah. Um, watch it a couple times. I just brought him up because um, you were talking about him just being just such a natural stage presence, performer, charismatic. Um, and it just seemed like... It seems like he embodies freedom, and no matter what he's performing or doing, it makes you want to listen. Yeah. You know, there's something beyond the creation and beyond even the perspective of the creation that you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I do want to attune to this. Yeah. This person is is on a plane where, like, yeah, they seem like they care less and they're yeah. living, yeah, and more of a way that I'd like to live. And with him in particular, it's always been like cloaked in a little bit more of a mystery and characters because he's the lead singer of the New York Dolls. And yes. like they were the first ones to bring that whole thing that everyone's copped off since to the scene. And uh, then he was like Buster Poindexter, this like over the top lounge singer. And like, so the beauty like the raw beauty of his voice and those songs that he wrote to me is kind of like lost behind the veneer of how it was presented when it was com when it was contemporary. Yeah. And now he's 73 years old singing these things in the basement of the Carlisle like and and you're like wow these songs are beautiful. Yeah. And perfect and funny and satirical and uh just like perfect perfect yeah 
Yeah, really great documentary, really well shot. Um, yeah. We were trying to figure out, I think they did like four nights or something. Blondie yeah. was in the crowd. Debbie Harry was in the crowd. There yeah. was like a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, very exciting, very beautiful. And I haven't, I don't know how many like Martin, I don't know how many pieces I've seen of his. Yeah, it's an interesting one to, to launch into on like his most recent thing. And it's a documentary because like, I'll show you like Goodfellas is my favorite movie ever. In case I have never said that on, <laughs> I don't know if I have. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that. We maybe yeah. thought we were going to get into it last night, but obviously, it's a rainy weekend. Yeah, we may still get into it <laughs> yep. at some point. Yeah, but he is, uh, he's he's really good. He's really good. It makes it made us. It make me really love being in New York and living in the Lower East Side. And that's why I wanted to show it to you. Yeah, really. When we were uh, originally, I was watching it with Cass Upstate. I'm like, man, Mayor should be watching this with us right now. This is such an ode to New York. This makes me so proud to be a New Yorker. Yeah, my building's like historical because Andy Warhol's um, mistress lived here or something like that. But yeah. there's like pictures of Blondie on my wall. Yeah, from Andy Warhol. And yeah, yeah, I felt very of the time. You're very much in the heart of it. And you're content. You're carrying the tradition in a way. I, I, I hope this isn't true, but I don't think anyone else is really. I hope it's not. I hope that there's someone like you, like right across, you know, and they're Me just too. being a freak in their yeah. apartment, little bedroom fairy prancing around <laughs> making puberty music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I always try and encourage the party down here. You know, even yeah, if it's a do. party that I don't like. If it's just the bros doing their thing, like yeah. I support them. It, it's interesting. If you're here, yeah. It, like you're in the Lower East Side, you know what you signed up for. So like these boys start blasting some music that I'm like, I can't. I, those patterns are going in my water and my heart. I, I can't know. have that. And you're like, no, it's cool. They live in the Lower East Side. We're in the Lower East Side right now. Like let them do their thing. And then they had a conflict with somebody and they're not doing their thing anymore. Yeah, it makes me really sad. And I hope it's just they're just redoing their deck, and that's what's happening, and they're not fully done partying it might just be a construction issue yeah they they have enough they're always redoing stuff over there before they moved in oh my god they spent so much time and the workers at night always left the light on <laughs> i just had this light on across from me jesus christ anyways oh did i tell my story about somebody coming in in the middle of the night on here already oh no, no i don't think so are you sure i don't think so it's a ghost story <laughs> you want a little ghost story it's kind of creepy we we are in a vortex now. That was like my lead up to the vortex. But I'm in I'll my apartment, and I usually talk to myself quite a bit um, when I'm alone. But I hadn't. I was going through more of a silent period. Probably hadn't said anything out loud for about 24 hours. And I had this crook in my neck, just like pinched nerve. It's keeping me up. It was 2 in the morning. I think on a Saturday it may have been a Friday. Oh. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I'm just up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden out loud, just say, please kill me. <laughs> Cause I'm just so frustrated. I'm like, would you please kill me? And I'm not, I'm, I can be dramatic. I'm not usually this dramatic. Just decided to be dramatic. It's, it's a tough, that's a t wild spell to cast, to let alone think it, but to say it out loud. I was wild. Who are you talking to? I don't know, but oh. somebody answers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And the second that I said that, y'all, the second it was like, please kill me, the door opens. My front door opens. <laughs> Hello? And my immediate thought, I am not lying, is the Grim Reaper opens the door. Like, I thought he was going to come into an interdimensional portal. Mm. I was like, 
is this how this is happening? This seems weird. And I was like, you got to ground yourself, Mara. This is a human being here to murder you. This is not the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper could just appear. The angels answered your call in a different way. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm saying, I'm like, he wouldn't come through the front door. Death is stalking you, but it's not that obvious. It's not opening my door. No. It's just coming through the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it takes a second. I mean, you can really tell this is how geriatric Mowgli is for him to even wake up and then bark. Yeah. And then I'm just calculating. Okay, weapons in the household don't really have many. This guitar right here. Guitar. I can't remember if this tennis racket is hanging up. I'm like, this is the closest thing, but it may be a second if I come around this corner. Mm. So as I'm coming around this corner to literally jump to get this guitar, the door closes. Anyways, it was just a funny. You don't know what or who it was. It was somebody on the lower or above floor trunk. Mm. forgetting what floor they were on for sure Mm. but it was in a roundabout way karma for that time that i snuck into somebody else's apartment late night in the rain here yeah through a window see it's good to keep track of that stuff and not think like oh shit they're coming for me it's like oh no it's just a balance it's a balance yeah when you come through somebody's window in the middle of the night in new york expect somebody to open your door you're like don't worry about me (laughs) i'm just in your bedroom at three in the morning (laughs) I think I might be in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm just going to go back out. It's soaking rain. It's like Batman. <laughs> yes. You're the Joker. You're a twisted Joker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. What goes around comes around is the moral of the story. Folks, well, yeah. When it comes to sneaking into this happened, apartments. This happened. Uh, <laughs> we were in our last apartment for 11 years, and it happened one time. And it was almost it's a very similar situation. <laughs> we never take acid at night, but for some reason we took acid at 7 p.m. And we were flying. And I'm like, wouldn't it be so weird if, like, we had to deal with something, some other, like, some outside thing? Even though we're just sitting in our apartment, it would be so crazy right now to try to deal with anything or anyone. And these dudes just came walking into our apartment. Like, not just the front door. They walked in through the kitchen and into the curtains of the living room. And all of a sudden, there was just, like, <laughs> four bros. And we were like, uh, hello? What, what? Like, we got scared. And Holy they were like, um, and, then, and they just, like, skedaddled out of there. And I said, what the heck is this? Like, nobody's ever even, like, messed with our doorknob before. And all of a sudden, there's, like, some boys in here. That's so funny. I said, boys, you, you gotta go. Wow. You gotta go. We can't. We'd love to get to know you guys. Yeah. But you gotta go. We're flying high right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were probably just trying to get into the apartment across from you. Probably. And after they had to go see what the other apartments were compared to us, they were probably a little disappointed. They were like, "That's where the party was." Yeah. Yeah. They were attracted to our vibration, mm. like that ping pong ball thing. I'm Definitely. telling you. Yeah. Yeah, it happened. It happened the first time we ever did a portal day over at our apartment. It was just me, Joey, Daniel, and Cass, and we all took acid at one eleven on one eleven. And then this this dude who had never met before hit me up, and was like, "Hey, I got your number from a friend. Is there any way I could pick some up?" And I was like, "Sure, whatever." I had told him this because like this dude had flaked on me a hundred times before. I was just like, "Whenever, I don't care. I don't care." And he just happened to show up when the acid was totally like wrecking us and we were non-functional. Joey lets this guy in and he was like, this is cool. And he just hung out with us for eight hours. We didn't wow. even know him. 
Yeah. He was just like, this is cool. You got like, this is a really cool thing you guys got going on here. <laughs> We're like us crying and listening to the same song 10 times in a row. Like some, I, this dude deeply needed some men's work. <laughs> oh he my really gosh. needed some boys time. For reals. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it was just like this dude had tried to hook up with me. Like, I'm not kidding. 10 times before to the point where I was just like, whenever you want, just ring my fucking bell. And that's when he did it. Yeah. When the tab meets the tongue, <laughs> everything changes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we're more on droppers these days. More on these droppers little droppers. Yeah. On the droppers. Yeah, we need to come up drop, with some good. Pop, drip, drop. Yeah, we gotta come up with some good rhymes drip, around drop. drip drop. Drip drop. Leprechaun. drop. <laughs> oh, the leprechaun clip clop on that drip drop. That's what I was doing last night. <laughs> You were. Yeah, I was on the Leprechaun <laughs> clip clop, but I wasn't on the drip drop. Not yet. I'm on the drip drop now. <laughs> Let's see if I can get my clopping shoes out. Yeah. I don't even have any shoes to dance in. I'm out there dancing in my Doc Martin boots. That's the nicest shoes you have. I was going to so that's the other thing. I was like, bring nice shoes. And I was like, the only nice shoes you have are those boots. So yeah. I might even ask you. The only shoes I have, I have that and Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Do you know... Um, the movie Idiocracy, have you ever heard of that? No, but I use that word a lot in my head. Yeah, it's this movie that came out 20 years ago, and uh, it's amazing. Mike Judge made it. He's brilliant. and he Mike just, like, Judge, what a name. He predicted the future with this movie, and it's like you know, a stoner classic. But like when they were making, they're, they're, it's, it's depicting like a dystopian future where we all become complete messes and slobs, and it happened so much sooner than this movie predicted. What do you mean messes and slobs? Just, you got to see this movie. Everyone, everyone about? hearing this has seen this movie, so I'm just describing it to you a little bit. But my point is, they're looking to like this movie's so cartoonish and over the top. Like, the president is Terry Crews, and he's like completely jacked, and he's like a machine gun and just drinking Mountain Dew. Like, yeah, and it's just everything about the movie is over the top. And they were trying to the wardrobe person when they were trying to make the movie was like. I need like a dystopian, I need dystopian footwear, like something for this, like these disgusting people of the future we're trying to depict, but that, you know, that's like kind of ridiculous and funny, but like whatever. And they found this little known company called Crocs and everyone in this movie is wearing Crocs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it started like as a joke, like it was a joke in that movie. Really? I genuinely wear them now. That's how that company started? I don't know if that's how they started, but they were not like well known that was like a big boon for them well that'd be really crazy if that's how they started i mean it kind of is like no one really knew nobody was really sporting them before and then next thing you know uh that that dude mario uh bialy i didn't know where you were going with the story to connect it to your feet and shoes so i'm really glad that you were able to be so high right now no you was impressive to me you brought it all the way around and well we, that's we what happened about shoes and you're, you're right you're a croc man yeah i mean i am it's not like i am high tech i have a player of flippers yeah that are no more than ten dollars at all times and i try and not buy more than like two of them a year yeah and then I have a pair of tennis shoes that I pretty much buy once a year. I just run them into the ground. Your version of like how I like rejected the Grateful Dead and they, then they became a thing in my life was how you've denied Crocs the whole time of our relationship. And I ended Excuse up me. having sex with you in them. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's, it's a stain on your, on your existence. <laughs> you always were protecting me from Crocs. I can go there. 
but I, yeah like, well because it felt like a failure we when Cass and I well first Cass was the one that broke the seal on them I'm like you're really wearing those like okay and then I tried them and I was like they're they are awesome because my dad had some I tried them I was like these are awesome and then I was protecting you from them and then it felt like you were respecting that and being like I don't want to be seen in these and next thing you know we're getting down and dirty Croc I mean, sucks. yeah I have my own version of crocs they're like marshmallow flip-flops yeah, they're nice. Yeah, but I just wore my tinnies last night. Oh, I was in socks. Oh my god, <laughs> I, dancing on carpet is impossible. Yeah, there's. It's not working for you. I thought I was gonna be very sore today because of it. Like I, f- I felt like my knees bending in a way <laughs> that they're not used to. It's like tennis on a hard court. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. You can't flow at all. No. No. It was a little better with when I took my shoes off and I was in socks and carpet, but still. Oh my God. Talk about letting go. Like I not only go to this party in like the cold and the rain and I have to like a half naked in there, but like our stuff <laughs> was strewn everywhere. Cause like we're just start stripping oh down gosh, and we're Sean. like, my jacket is over here. Mayor's <laughs> shoes are over there. Our water bottles <laughs> over there. Mayor's pants are on this. We're having a party. Your jacket's on stage. <laughs> I was just like, once the idea did enter my head, like we should get out of here at some point. I was like, Oh man, we're a mess right now. <laughs> We're like, this place is fogged out. It's a hundred degrees in here now. There's a million people and like our stuff's everywhere. We're having fun. We were it. Like this, this is how you help me. <laughs> you help me loosen up a little bit. And I say. We got all of our stuff. Nothing bad happened. We no. we threaded the needle perfectly. Oh yeah. yeah. And trust me, I'm not uptight about what we did. I'm just not used to it being strewn all over the place. <laughs> I'm the king of like, fuck this coat check. I'm going to ball my shit up and hide it over here behind this thing yeah we just did that in like six different hiding spots and <laughs> it I'm, like, was bold of us. I'm like what the heck is going on here let's tighten it up it was bold of us i'll write it myself and we'll do it live <laughs> i'm surprised you let me be like that oh it was great i mean i was encouraging you i was like take those fucking pants down let's go <laughs> i wasn't even talking to you i was just going like this <laughs> down 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 yes that's when the crowd started filling in. They're like, now this is a party. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. And look, it's not always going to be you, and it can't always be you, but last night it was you. That place needed a, like, like Bruce Springsteen says, you can't start a fire without a spark. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be me if I'm there. This gun's for hire, even if we're just dancing in the dark. But I will die at some point soon. Not soon. Come on. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? We were just talking about Angel of Death coming to visit you. What the in hell context was it? of soon, I will. Is, it, is that what happens? You take a little acid and you can feel it? <laughs> yeah. So I have to take advantage of being in my body. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like what these DMT guardians are saying, you know, those little fuckers. Yeah, you should celebrate this thing, move yeah. it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to decipher. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's the overall message of not only my DMT trips, but like a lot of other ones I've heard about. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people talk about, like, especially, I've seen this in person when I've served people. Like, the first time it's like, it's all right. And the second time a Twisted Joker's waiting there, like, whoa. You're trying to go back. You're trying to get back in here, the little circus tent. Yeah. Why? You know, and they they might get a little a little psychedelic spanking on that second go through. Yeah. Sometimes it's very kind. Sometimes you can just gracefully visit that world a few times. You didn't upset the natives. Yeah. They didn't even notice you somehow. Yeah. That was like my first time. Yeah. I was like in 
just a beautiful realm of like Celtic patterns and hieroglyphs and just colors like Rainbow Road, just insane beauty. And but nobody, I, I didn't, I didn't even, I don't think the natives even knew I was there. And they didn't care. Subsequent visits, they were like, "What up?" To, to the point where like I could, I remember like smoking it, and they would like like they'd come as like this misty thing and like come right up to the lens and like kind of just be like what like just like observing me and then just like dissolve away or like I've had it where like it's just like the biggest dragon ever and I'm just like close up on it and it's just like I could just see it's like sparkling scales going by and you just like get the sense of like I just got plunged into some cosmic swamp and there's like a creature swimming by right now and i don't really want to disturb that thing you know yeah yeah dmt is really wild it's it's really wild it's kind of like it's kind of like a dream it's very it's liquid gold it's as you're wrapping your head around what could be going on it's gone and did you bring dmt ben i don't know i don't think so i think Cass keeps that in her little fanny pack on the weekend safari oh yeah yeah uh, DMT is not that hard to track down if we ever wanted to get into it. I'm surprised we haven't messed with that, really. We d- we did it, like, a couple times, but, like, I'm surprised we haven't made it, like, a, a bit of a thing. Because yeah. it's so easy. Yeah. 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 I was so enticed by that stuff for so long, and then at some point recently my journey just switched to, like, I really just want to be in my body. I love it so much. I really appreciate this phase of you. So. I really do. It makes my heart flutter a little bit less in uh, in nervous excitement. You know, it's just like, let's enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, let's get it into a gear and a, a state of mind where we can be present and enjoy this thing. You're blessed. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. If you're so blessed, you don't need to be so blasted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see you resist the temptation of ketamine. Like it's like it's super impressive. It's very mature. I just know myself. I know what I enjoy more. Yeah. I enjoy being my body more. It's more fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. I know you also are like me, and you like a little fucked up. But like, it's like mm, this can be a better night if I don't get fucked up. Well, I know the right drugs to get me fucked up. Acid will get me more in my body and dancing and stuff. Mushrooms will. Yeah, disassociates aren't really my thing. But I get it that it is some people's thing. Did we not do a dance with it, though? Do who? You and I, did we not do a dance with dissociates? Yeah, no. I I think because of... I went through a period of doing, like, disassociates and interfacing with substances like that that i'm definitely even more so like i don't need more of it Mm. yeah that was a lot of ketamine i'd never been out of my body that's why it's so tempting i've never never had that like yeah oh you just can't feel it or whatever and i thought that i wanted that and it's weird i called it in like verbally and i said it to people and then i got it and i'm like oh actually like I like being in my body. It is more up and down and it is heavier, but like, oh my God, it's so much more fun and pleasure. Like, so yeah, it's, it's easy. Having spent time out of it now. makes you appreciate it more. Kind of like what I'm saying about the DMT. You know, when you leave your body, you're like, this thing is awesome. Yeah. And if you get more into it, you'll appreciate it more too. Yeah. Like more into your body, you know, and get into its strengths and, but it does come with some weight matter. Oh yeah. The flesh. Oh yeah. <sighs> heavy I deal a lot in it you that's what you that's what you do 
That's all I am. If you want a tattoo from Mare, wheeling uh, and dealing in flesh. Good luck. That's what she says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is possible you're giving tattoos to people every day, but I guess it is. Is try to contact her and see how it works out. <laughs> you're not afraid of the right angels. It, it will work out if it's meant to work out. Yeah. 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 That's how I live my life. Mm. I don't force anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a pleasure. No swimming upstream. It's not worth it. Well, this way you, you, you get to a certain age and you're just like, no, it's not, it's not worth it. No, you got to listen to the angels when they talk. Yeah. yeah. You know, because they give us such amazing good stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're also warning us sometimes. We were talking about a shoegaze song and that came on today. I was trying to remember all of the magical AI synchronicities we have over the past 24 hours. But the angels have definitely been having a laugh. They speak to us a lot through the Church of Chill. They Oracle. really do. Shuffle. We shuffle, shuffle the Church of Chill playlist that is available through patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Really funny. And uh, yeah, there's like 3,500 songs on there. So, uh, you know, you throw that on shuffle and just try to make sense of it kind of the way you would like drawing cards from a deck it's the same thing oh yeah it's even crazier sometimes we were talking about a genre of music that's only represented by pr- probably six songs out of those 3500 and one came on yeah you know? stuff like that's been happening all yeah all day long. yeah yeah and, and, and a little trickster energy too oh mercury retrograde is in full effect i haven't even begun to think about entertaining talking about that subject because it's so stressful that I'm like, we're not even going to let the bull enter the room. Yeah, we, we started our last week's podcast that, uh, where you just surmised a little bit what it's about, but we've let sleeping dogs lie since then. We, we acknowledge, like... I'll uh, say this. We're getting battered around by it a little bit. As a fixed rising, I will never underestimate a fixed retrograde again, mm. especially in Taurus. Yeah. Anyways, but we're moving on from We're it. having a good time. We're loving it. Yeah. He is getting to see... Still, I spill stuff in my apartment a lot because my apartment is just like general chaos magic. But it's it's triples during the retrogrades. I don't know if you noticed, but yeah, stuff yeah, spills. Yeah. No, you. It this spills. whole shelf of things fell down. But not just that. The alcohol. A million other things. Yeah. No, the the dab rig is still intact. The important things are still. Yeah, Mercury doesn't usually. Depends. <sighs> Yeah, and you're learning how to shred the uke, you know. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Moral of the story is be the party you want to see in the world. That's pretty, that's what this one comes down to. Thanks, y'all. Um, church of or uh, Patreon.com slash Church of Chill for lots more acid-drenched transmissions. Yeah, maybe we'll do a Patreon. I'm down. You want to get on there? Let's get freaky. Oh, if you want to have a freaky time... <laughs> <laughs> This would be a good week to join the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. There's lots of music on there for you. Our Discord community where there's art groups and stuff like that. And um, tons of other transmissions. This was a funny one. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for joining us. Peace, love, and magic.